Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Now, the show you'll be talking about. That was not me hemming and hawing. In therapy. Socks! Socks, stocks, stupid socks. It's Felger and Mass, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. I understand if they're putting something attractive in front of you and telling you do not go interview for the Browns defensive coordinator job, totally get that. I think it's bad for Gerard Mayo. Why? Not take that interview. I, how come he's, he's not doing it? It's an opportunity no, to No, no, I don't understand why he should take it. How come he's not? I, I assume they told him not to. Like, that's the only reason. If you're Gerard Mayo and you want to be a head coach, the only reason you would not to is because either Bill Belichick or Robert Kraft told you it's a condition of the new deal they're doing. Real quick, before we get to the phones, at Sport Brewer the other night on Sports Sunday on NBC10 with myself. Your thoughts on the Mayo situation? Why did he turn down a Carolina head coaching interview, and what do you think his ultimate role will be here when it all the dust settles? Well, I think it's a bad move for him to turn down any head coaching uh, interviews. I mean, you never know who you're going to be in front of when you go into, into an organization. There could be some assistant GM who all of a sudden is a GM someplace else next year. So it's I don't like it. Uh, to me, the only reason you turn that down is if you're getting something that you really want out of the Patriots, including like it's my understanding that Mayo is will be the sort of successor in waiting for Belichick, just like McDaniels was. Now, that doesn't mean he's the successor, but he's the guy that in case of emergency, he's the guy that that's where the crafts would turn to. Just like, you know, if Bill, you know, say Bill quits or Bill gets fired or Bill has a health issue like that Mayo would be the interim coach just like McDaniels would have been but so there there might be something more with Mayo where it's you know basically they've been assurance made assurances that you know if this continues then you're going to be the successor to Belichick that's the only reason why I would think he would turn it down and I, I haven't heard any updates on the contract or what have you and even then he still shouldn't turn it down. Uh, exactly. No matter what they tell you. You never know what Bill's going to do. Uh, this was, I can't remember if this was asked on the air or off the air last night, but did, does he have an agent? Mayo? Yes. Oh, I'm sure he does. Because that's the kind of crap you do when you don't have an agent. I'm just saying, there's no agent in the world that would say, yeah, Gerard, just take the Patriots' word for it that you're next in line and don't take that interview. Like, what agent would do that? And every agent in the world would say, take the interview and keep your name alive for as many people as possible. What are you, nuts? So, I, I, I don't know. Yes, Jimmy? Do we know who uh, Kim Zayadi is? Oh, sure, of course. That's uh, Gerard Mayo's agent, according to um, Blue Sky Entertainment. But I think Local she only gal, did, she that's, that's, that's for media stuff. Yeah, yeah, she does marketing yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, she yeah. does contracts. I might be wrong, but I don't think she does contracts. Uh, so... Well, anyway. It's crazy not to take that interview. I was stunned to, to see that on Saturday. But, you know, I, I, I'll i just I'll just stay out on a limb where I am. I I think Mayo's back for an increased role. He's going to be, if not named the defensive coordinator, he's going to have more responsibility. You might see him with the play sheet. 
and they might reassign Steve or reorganize Steve or something. Because I'm just I'm going to choose to believe these things are coming because they have to come. the The way Bill has built his staff and operated down there is flatlined the team. And if we all can see it from out here, how does the owner not see it and do something about it? So I'm going to choose to believe he's doing something about it. And then you say, well, Bill won't take it. He'll get pissed, to which I say, okay, then, Bill, walk. Walk. Go ahead. Start over somewhere else. And I say, I just think that's the craft's leverage. I don't think Bill wants to start over somewhere else. And I say that like I know it. I don't know it. But that's just that's just what I'm going to choose to believe. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of leverage right now. Bill doesn't. I mean, he does if he wants to go, you know, if he's okay going somewhere else. Because then he can say, well, you know, Robert, you've already breached your contract because I have complete say over the staff. I have complete say over the roster. And uh, I, I, maybe, who knows, I have complete say over our media policies, whatever, and you've already breached the contract so I can walk. Um, Is so, that really leverage? Well, if he wants to leave. Right, but my point is, is anybody afraid of losing Bill Belichick anymore? So, right, exactly. Exactly. That's I mean, what my he, point is no. Yeah. Like, if I'm the Crafts, you want to go? Go ahead. Exactly. See you later. Exactly. I don't have to pay you. You quit. I'll hire Sean Payton. Exactamundo. Like, I, I got other options. Okay. So, I mean, I, I feel like Bill's got nothing. Okay. Which is why the crafts are in a position to make changes. And I'm going to choose to believe they're going to make them. To your calls, I promise. Thanks for hanging on. Mark and Southie. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Um, Tony, before I got to my Patriots stuff, that Alfaro deal with the Dodd for the Padres, sneaky great move. Uh, do you have any, Greg, do you have anything, any idea that if the Pats have a chance to get him in this organization, He's 29 years old. Who? Comes from good stock. A guy like uh, Charlie Weiss Jr. Okay, Charlie Weiss Jr. I have no idea. I've never heard his name. Like, no. Uh, Jeff and Newton, you're up next. Thanks for hanging on. Jeff, what do you got? Hello? Yes, you're on. Uh, Yes, this is a question for Greg or or the other two guys. Of the Patriots free agents that um, are on the roster that they could resign, are there about five that you would hope that they would keep for next year? Okay, so this is for Greg and the other two guys. The <laughs> prospective free agents that they should prioritize re-signing. Who are you worried about leaving, uh, Greg? Your thoughts? In short, I'm worried about no one leaving. I don't think there's anybody on their list that's make or break. I mean, I think the, the guy that I'm most worried about filling his role, I think would have to be Devin McCourty. I don't think they have a ready, you know, true free safety. And I, while he wasn't up to his normal standards this year, He's still a good player. I mean, I just don't know where you get that sort of leadership, knows the system, all that stuff. Are you going to put a, uh, Adrian Phillips back there? No. Talking about a guy who sort of fell off the map with his role. There's no way Duggar can do Duggar that. Duggar can't do that. Like, is it going to be Joshua Bledsoe? Are you going to put Miles Bryant back there? Ugh. Like The Jalen Mills? Play, didn't he play uh, safety? Yeah, he, he was a tweener more with the Eagles. I, you know, I guess he could, but he's not much of a hitter. I, I don't know. Okay. You don't worry about Myers or Jonathan Jones. Like, I feel those are two solid pieces that shouldn't go anywhere. Well, that's different than, you know, are, are they going to be are they going to be in rough shape if they don't have them? They need to find another number one corner. Okay, Jonathan Jones is not that. I love Jonathan Jones. Good player. You know, got a little exposed against the best competition on the outside. Pretty good slot cornerback, but it got pushed out of that this year due to personnel. But I think if you go find trade whatever you find a guy with a year or two left as a number one slot uh, a number one cornerback say that maybe Patrick Peterson 
uh, the Patriots see on film that he still has that in him. And then you have Jack Jones on one side and Marcus Jones as the slot. I think you're fine. At wide receiver, they just need to get better. I mean, I love Jacoby Myers, and he would be great third or fourth option, but he's he's known as – he's rated as the top – Wide receiver on the free agent market. A free agent market receiver blows. Across the league. Yes. He's the number one guy. And, and if you're him, go for it. Go for the bag. I mean, this is, you, this might be your only shot at it. And if on the Patriots, aren't you, isn't there a limit on how far you're going to go for that? It's just, he's a guy. I think he and Jonathan Jones are just the similar piece. They're, you know, they're second or third guys. Homegrown, undrafted, developed here. Like, they should be here. These are guys who should have been locked up years ago. E- thank you. Oh, they can just find. It would have been guy. a layup. They, they can just find a guy in the draft, plug him right in. No Wait, problem. Those are two guys that would have taken a real cheesy deal two years ago, a year two years ago. Yep. But nope, they got to bust everybody's balls on the contract. Once again, Bill's behind. Ludwig and Westfield. Go ahead, Ludwig. Hey, first time, long time, uh, Maz. You're not thoughts and prayers, Bedard. This one's for you, uh, Patriots OC candidate. No one's talking about local guy. Todd Kiley, uh, head coach, Holliston High. I'll hang up and listen. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the call. Here's Sony. No TVL. And, well, their offense looked like that at some point. Sony yep. and Derry, New Hampshire. Go ahead, Sony. Yes, it's Bill, but that's all right. All right, Bill. I'm thinking outside the box for offensive coordinator, and that's the quarterback's coach for the San Francisco 49ers, Brian Greasy. He's got the knowledge of that offensive system. He's fresh and young, and I think he'd be good. Okay. Uh, do you think they're willing – to go full Shanahan, full McVay, uh, and should this, they be? Uh, if Bill O'Brien if won't agree to come here, then I think that's what they're going to have to do. There aren't any ready answers, but the thing is, is like Bill's got to give them autonomy. He's got to say, "Turn it over to them. You're running that side of the ball. You can hire who you want on offense. You have input on personnel. Like, I just don't know where they go in the family after if O'Brien says no." Right, which I think is possible. I'm not saying it's probable. You know, who knows? Things change. You know, in a moment's notice around here. But if I think they need to go Shanahan that route, if O'Brien says no, Maz, you're shaking well, your head. Yeah, this is going to get head. good. It is. It's going to get good. <laughs> you mean bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, good for us, bad for them. Yeah. Exactly. Because because Bill is going to you know he's going to do something that's ass backwards again on some level. If it's not O'Brien. Look out. Yeah. Corey and Pembroke, what do you got? Quickly. Hi. Uh, so I was calling. Um, you know, I talked to a lot of my friends about this, and I just think, like, I mean, it's a pretty broad topic, um, but I think really, like, what the league is requiring now for offense is really, you know, a, an explosive quarterback or an explosive receiver. And honestly, like, obviously our, our offense lacks both. Um you know, I just think... Well, Coy, let me stop you there. Do they need a number one explosive receiver, Greg? They just This is what they need. They need a dude. Somebody. I don't care what he does. I mean, not running back. I don't want a running back. Well, like tight that. end. But, or... like, just... No, I know what he means, a dude. Yeah, yeah. Just somebody. Guy. Like, you could put him anywhere. Like, you know, Tyree Kill is not, like, your quote-unquote, you know, number one X wide receiver. But he's just somebody you have to account for all over the place. Cooper Game Cup. Breaker. Yeah, I mean, they need more of those across the board you know but especially on offense they need one guy who the uh, the defensive corner is just like we have to have a plan now every time he moves now the defense changes open things up for other teams they don't have any guys like that 
uh, Greg Bedard. It's a Big Boy Tuesday. He's presented by Uber Eats. What's for dinner tonight? Get your food ordered with Uber Eats. Feed the entire family with lots of options, including healthy ones. Greg only orders the carrots from Uber Eats. And first-time users, get this. You can get a $30 off each of their first three orders. So wait a minute. $30 off each of the first three orders? Does that equal what, Murray? 90. There it is. I think. But you need to use code HUB, H-U-B, code HUB. Enter it once, and it will stay added to your account. That's a great little incentive right there. Taxes and fees apply. See the Uber Eats app for availability. Again, you must use code HUB to get that. Ten questions with Bedard right after this. Again. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional grade industrial supplies, plus real time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Just a layer of bullcrap. It's just insufferable. Well, then you're a mole. You're an idiot. You idiots. You wasn't. Have just a little bit of spine. My God. Well, enough with the pleasantries. It's Felger and Maz on 98.5 The Sports Hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Maz on 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, it's that time of the week. Ten questions with Badad. Awaken 180 Weight Loss brings you ten questions. Make 2023 the last time losing weight is your New Year's resolution. Choose a solution for weight loss, the solution. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, ten questions, ten minutes. We have to stay on time. What are our buzzer options this week, Jimmy? We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That will live forever. Next. Fire the cannons. (laughs) Boom. Ah, quite uh, Dickerhoff. But anyway, next. What I felt was embarrassing was the self-flagellation. What, what, yeah, what does flagellation mean? It doesn't really make sense. It's the wrong word. Anyway, the quarterback thing is still an issue. And his boy, it's, it's uh, ironical. I know. <laughs> Ironic. It's from a movie. I can't remember which one. Ironical. Who says that? What movie is that? I don't know. Let's move on. Go on next. Last one. <laughs> And as this romanticized, you know, uh, version of himself and how he came up with Ted Matriaboda in 1976. (laughs) How do you pronounce that? Matriaboda. Next. Hit it. Ten. Go. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Number ten. What should Tom Brady do? He should go to Vegas. It's the where the the variables are known to him. He knows what kind of offense he's going to get. He knows the coaching. Uh, He knows that McDaniels will put what he needs around him, including beefing up the offensive line to protect him better. I think it's his best chance to go out somewhat on top. 
They should definitely play. Vegas is good. San Francisco, I still think, would be a great place to end. So, But if they win it, they won't go after them. After this year and last night, call it a career. It's just going to get worse. I've seen enough. Retire. Next. Fire the cannons. <laughs> what was the worst call from this weekend? I'm talking about officiating. The pa- roughing the passer call in the Vikings game. That was, I didn't see anything. There wasn't anything there. Yeah, the one on Kirk Cousins was horrendous. Horrend- they called it on the Giants against Kirk Cousins. Brian Dayball almost popped. He was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I mean, it was as dubious as it was brutal. I'll just mention one. The the Sam Hubbard uh, fumble return, uh, I didn't realize in real time. David Andrews. What's his Mark name? Andrews. No, Mark, Mark Andrews made a really great attempt. Like, he sh- was shot out of a cannon, was catching him, and the Bengals dude pushed him in the back. I missed it. I I thought he dove at him and just missed him. But no, he got a little shove from mm-hmm. the Bengals player. And I Logan think, Wilson. Well, it, oh, the, the linebacker. Yeah. Uh, and then he puts his hands up like, ah, I didn't do anything. Like, that got him into the end zone. I think he would have been tackled. That should have been back on the whatever. That should have been 15-yard clipping. That should have been back on the 25 or whatever yard line that was. That was a missed call. Next. The quarterback thing is still an issue. And his boy, it's... it's a, Ironical. I know. Tell <laughs> me, uh, uh, t- text us, uh, e- e- tweet one of these guys. What movie is that from? The guy that says it's ironical. Uh, number eight, thoughts on the expedited reviews? Love them. Expand it. Keep it up. Do more of it. Faster the better. Of course. It was amazing. And I kept saying all weekend with every game, where the hell's this been? Why is this so hard? <laughs> Why is this so hard to do? Why are you still futzing around? With challenge flags and monitors and commercial breaks and ambling over to the freaking thing and looking at it here and looking at it. Why are you still futzing around? Well, he used two challenge now. He has three. We're inside of two minutes. He can't use his challenge. Can't use your challenge in overtime. How many challenges do I have left? Throw the flag. Call timeout. Go over to the monitor. Why are you still futzing around with all this nonsense? Just have a guy upstairs And when it's obviously wrong, tell them, set the ball, and let's go. I I, I don't get, now that you see how it works, and I've been telling you this for a decade, now that you see how it works, why can't you just go to it? Why are you still bothering with all this other crap? All right, I obviously wanted to answer that one more than anyone else. Next. What I felt was embarrassing was the self-flagellation. Yeah, what does flagellation mean? Number seven, rank in order the eight remaining quarterbacks left in the field, Greg. Okay, so number one for me is Mahomes. Number two, Burrow. Number three, Josh Allen. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Trevor Lawrence, Dak, Jones, Purdy. Hold on. Lawrence, Dak. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Okay, so you have Trevor Lawrence ahead of Dak Prescott. Uh, Yeah, barely. Okay, but you do. Next. Okay, mine are uh, same top three. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Prescott, Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy. Ironical, by the way, is from Goodwill Hunting. Thank Uh, you. Yes, that's uh, Robin Williams. He says it's ironical. Thank you. That's it. Same top three. Mahomes, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott. Big drop off. I guess Daniel Jones and then Brock Purdy. Next. The quarterback thing is still an issue. And his boy, it's it's ironical. Ironical. Thank I you. I know. There it is. <laughs> Ironic. Okay, rank from three to one, meaning the third worst to the worst. The rank, the loser 
loserist franchises. Chargers, Vikings, Bengals. Third is the Bengals. I mean, at least they win once in a while, get to the playoffs, do that sort of thing. Then it's the Vikings because, you know, they, they get to NFC Championship games once in a while, but they're still a disaster. And then it's the Chargers. I mean, they're just, they're absurd. Same order. Chargers, loser, loser, loser franchise. Can't spell Los Angeles without the L. Loser, loser franchise. Same permutation. But the Chargers evidenced in this game this past Saturday, they lose in the most ghoulish fashion in these playoff games. And boy, is it great. Next. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Biggest tool bag of super wild card weekend. Staley. He has no idea how to manage a team. Like, I don't even, he's known as a defensive guy. And their defense stinks. Like, they're horrible. And then he can't manage the team on top of it. I don't know what he does well. I also had Staley, okay, but I'm going to give you someone else because I Thank have two you. other people on my list. That jackass kicker last night Thank for you. Dallas. Thank you. you tool bag. Have you ever seen a guy miss four extra points in a row? Mm-mm. Four in a row. Holy crap. Talk about a mental case. Wow. He was, he was like turning into a puddle right there on the field last night. That was unbelievable. Kirk Cousins. I mean, that, sh- that throw short of the sticks to end that game is everything you ever need to know about that loser. The greatest thing I've ever seen. That th- th- three-yard check down on fourth and eight. What a With loser. the game on a lot. Seriously. Like, the best. Next. And as this romanticized, you know, uh, version of himself and how he came up with Ted Matriaboda in 1976. <laughs> like, number four. Is the sport of football better served with Jim Harbaugh at the University of Michigan or in the NFL? Sorry, Bert, but no one really cares about college football, so it's definitely the NFL. I mean, I don't even... I barely know about Michigan and Ohio State, and my school's in the Big Ten. So if you want to be relevant, go to the NFL. NFL, he's perfect for the NFL. He's a control freak. He's an a-hole. He's good. Like, he wears out fast. It's perfect. NFL, he'd be way better in the NFL. The guy can coach. Yeah, he can coach. And he's such a hard-o and such a polarizing personality. He's made for the NFL. He should be in the league. Tell you, though, he's brought value to the college ranks. Oh, big time. Michigan being back has really... Improve that conference, the whole thing. Like he's he's been an important guy in the college ranks. Next, fire the cannon. <laughs> Whoa, boom. Who is that? Is that Ted? Yeah, I think so. Uh, That's horrendous. See. Number three. What's the best landing spot for Sean Payton? It would be the Chargers, but they're not firing Staley. Outside of that, it's the Texans. Just because it's all there. You have the number one pick or whatever number two pick. You can get a quarterback. You have a ton of cap space. You have a ton of draft capital. Like, it's the quickest way to build it how you want to do it. You're not saddled with anything. I say Denver. I mean, he, you got to put him somewhere that matters. And, like, there's a chance he could still get a little bit out of Wilson, figure something out. I go Denver. Here. Fire Bill. Bring him here. Okay, I'll give. It's not Ted Johnson. I'll give you one more guess on who this is. Go ahead, Jimmy. Fire the cannon. <laughs> oh, it's Brady. Very good. Tom Brady. Wow. Uh, Number two. We're uh, about to rag. (laughs) Next hour, we're going to spend a minute on Jason Tatum and his 50-point game Uh and really belittle it and mock it. (laughs) Uh, Like, who really cares? Is there a football stat that you feel the same way about? Like, a guy did this, and you want to stick your finger in your cheek and make that popping noise, right? It's really any any passing yard stat, like... 300-yard passing games. Who the hell cares? The guy had, like, 
seven 300-yard passing games. And look how much it was better than what Dan Marino did in 1984. Like, who cares? It's a completely different game now. Those stats are meaningless. Uh, the passing yardage stats are all meaningless now. I have passing yards, too. Same Brady threw for 350 yards last night. He did? Yes. He sucked. <laughs> he threw, threw 351 yards last night. He had 66 attempts. So, I have I have completion percentage. You know who was number one in completion percentage oh this year? Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Oh, and that guy Kirk sucks. Cousins. And there you go, because the Mac apologists always want to bring it up, too. Look at his completion percentage. He sucks. I will say this. Geno's completion percentage was much more legit than Mac Jones's was, because Geno made some... Balls ass yeah, throws down, down the field, yeah, yeah. down the three guys the on top of them, pushing it down the field. Like I, that was impressive. This passing year. yards now are useless. If you you don't pass for three hundred yards, you blow. I still think the one hundred yard rusher. It's like oh, you little boy with your fantasy team. That's cute. You got an extra <laughs> what ten points? You know, like the one hundred yard rusher. Like that really matters. Hasn't mattered for like twenty years. But oh, y'all horned out. It's all just a fantasy thing. The one hundred yard rusher is uh, the big deal stat for me. Next. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Last one. If Robert Kraft were just worried about buzz, okay, if the business, as Stu implied yesterday, was suffering down there in Foxborough, and all he wanted to do was give it a jolt, okay, I'm, I'm talking business, not football. What would be the more impactful move? What would he get more bang for his buck out of? Signing Lamar Jackson or re-signing Tom Brady? It's definitely re-signing Tom Brady. Everybody would be like, oh, we're running it back. We're doing this. Like all the, you know, footy Patriot pajama guys would be all excited about what's going to happen when everything has changed around here. Lamar Jackson in a landslide. In a landslide. Brady is freaking 46 for crying out loud. That's only going to last like, what, 10 minutes? Lamar Jackson has sex appeal. He has sizzle. Now, I'm not telling you you'd win more with Lamar Jackson. But he's, like, become to me sort of what Cam Newton was in the league. Everything he does is news. Everything. The national obsession with that guy, particularly among young people, is off the charts. Huge. Lamar Jackson, because of that. Like, there's youth there. There's potential upside. You get him for more years. The Brady thing would just be sad all no, around. No, just, from, just if they announced it tomorrow, how much would it move the needle? Are you talking about nationally or in New England? Here, or both? If Robert's worried Here. about his business. Oh, my God. It's Brady. Let's put, the, how much it moves the needle? Let's pick this up on the other side. Hold those thoughts, you sure. two. You three. Sure. Here's an update from Mer Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Now more of Felger and Birds on the Sports Hub. All right, so 
Yesterday, you may have heard, there was a betting service. I think it was a bet online. Put out odds for Lamar Jackson's next team. And the Patriots were the odds-on favorite to land Lamar Jackson if he doesn't re-sign in Baltimore. Which is like the huh. top top three stupidest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, these last couple quarterback contracts, Deshaun Watson signed for $230 million, completely guaranteed. And I'd say the low mark is like 150 which I think is like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and these guys. So you're talking for Lamar Jackson, $50 million a year, and the first three-plus years fully guaranteed. It's like, what is anyone smoking there in the Bahamas for bet online or whatever? It's like, on what planet is that even a consideration here? Like, I mean, maybe it should be. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just like. All of a sudden, Robert Kraft, we can't have a quarterback make up uh, more than 12% of the salary cap. Is suddenly going to give Lamar Jackson a Deshaun Watson contract because that's what it's going to take. Never mind if Baltimore franchises him. Now you got to swing a trade with draft picks. Like We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Oh, no, no. They have the money, Bill. I'm not saying they don't have the money. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't be the right move. I'm saying there's no way in hell they're doing that. Uh. Greg, do you think there's any way in hell they're doing that? <laughs> no way. I mean, like you said, it's the Watson contract, which is like fully guaranteed for like four or five years, whatever it is. Like there's no way in hell that the Patriots are ever doing that for a guy, let alone who gets hurt all the time and you need to change your entire offense and everything else, but just the contract part. No way. Not after... Yeah, after 20 years of telling Brady, like, you can only make so much because we need to do this around you. Now they're just going to be like, yeah, here, Lamar, take all this money, and we, we can't do it. Now we're going to re- oh, It's just, no, not a chance in hell. I mean, no, not a chance in hell. Never mind the injury concerns. I'm with Greg on that again. He's missed 11 games these last two years, and it might be some contractual stuff this particular year. But those contracts you rattled off, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and Deshaun Watson, and then the production those guys gave those teams this year – there's not a chance in hell. Not just the Patriots. I think most teams would kind of shy away from that now. I'm not telling you you'd win with Lamar Jackson. I'm just telling you the, as a business decision, oh, I think it makes sense for a lot of people. So listen, now now, now it's should they do it and would you do it? Uh, and from a business standpoint, Jimmy said yesterday that uh, the business down there is suffering, which I felt was an overstatement. But do, do you care to follow up on that, Jimmy? No, just I, I go to the point that you can get into a Patriots game for $30. That's unprecedented in the last 20 plus years of this successful run. So that tells me that ticket sales are an issue going forward. There's They listen to the radio station. That's clear. They sent out press releases because of the radio station being critical that there is a business issue down there. And maybe they're, ret- they're worried for the next three years on their return and investment. People are questioning the quarterback, the coach, all that. I go back to the ticket, getting into a Patriots game for $30. That's well, a big deal, I think. Okay. I, to me, it's a big deal because it might represent a softening in the passion of the fans. They've got a you know a season ticket wait list of tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to talk about corporate sponsors and what they get to sell signage for and like all that sort of stuff. That all adds up. So, I mean, I, I just – suffering feels like – if well, that's a relative bear, term. A grizzly. Well, no, right, Stu. I'm and I'm I'm with you. It's look. I mean, guys who have a lot a lot of money don't like making less than they made before. Never mind losing it, or not that they're in risk of that. But anyway, anyway, from from that standpoint, 
Uh, Greg still maintains if you signed Brady, you'd get a bigger oh, business. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I mean, if they signed Brady tomorrow, you know how many grandmas and aunt, 80 for Brady, like that whole crowd, you know how excited they would get and they would want to come down to Gillette? Like, we'd just make this, if Brady came back, you have Belichick with the Shula record, like it's just like, it's like playing the hits. It's like one of these bands that's going out when they're like 80 years old. Like, like that's what it would be like. And like people it. would go down there and fork over the money for one more glimpse of Brady at training camp or, you know, whatever. It would just be, it would be pathetic football-wise, but... Uh, why it, would it be it would, pathetic football? Well, just, I mean, just It'd just the whole thing. They'd be good with Brady. They'd be really yeah. Good. They would be better. But I'm just I'm just telling you in terms of being a functioning football organization, like looking building to the future and things like that. It would just be sad that they would have to do something like that. But you know, it, it could be done. Well, Sugar high. Hold on, Jimmy. Yes, Lamar Jackson is selling new Patriots jerseys. Most of the Tom Brady people, they already have their Patriots jerseys unless they burned okay. them. That's, uh, that's mostly shared revenue. Even the merchandise doesn't go to you unless you sell it out of your pro shop. They have new uniforms since Brady has left too, so they can sell those. I just like to use that analogy Greg said of the bands that Ooh, get together. Brady and the new stupid purple Ugh, jersey, hideous uniforms. Those <laughs> bands that get together for the cash grab. I oh, get yeah. the white one. Go they, ahead. They play the hits, and the yeah. hits never sound the same. And it's you've trash. Gone too. Uh, I, and like they all Motley st- Crew, and something. they all stink. Motley Crew, yeah, watching the lead singer waddle around, <laughs> trying to catch his breath. Whoa, yeah, <sighs> can't stop my heart. Never, ever stop. Like uh, it's sad. It'd be sad all around. He looks like Marino at the end last night. It'd be sad for for Kraft being desperate to be like, oh, please come back. It would be a stain on Belichick's legacy too. I need you to win. Gross. Go if you're gonna pick between the two, Lamar Jackson. I'm with Murray. I'm with Murray. Brady's a sugar high. Please, again. And what do I want an 80-year-old geezer in the stands for? Please, that's not doing anything for me. Lamar Jackson, say what you want about him. He's 45 and 16 in his career as a starter. His teams are going to go 11 and 6 or 12 and 5 or whatever, even 10 and 7. But you're probably not going to be much worse than that as long as he's on the field. And he is an electrifying player. I didn't say winning player in terms of playoffs. I said electrifying. Young kids love him. He's he's incredible. When I watched this film coming in to play the Patriots and also in that game, like he is just sensational now in all aspects. And probably he's being held back by the Greg Roman offense. And you put him in the right system with the right offensive coordinator, he could be unreal. But the thing is, he gets hurt every year. Every year there's an issue with him. As far as whether it was, you know, COVID during that year, he was in and out, cost the Ravens dearly. This year, his knee injury, like, could he be back by now? If he was playing, you know, if if he was secure in his contract, like, would he be back by now? I don't know. I'm not saying that he should have been. But, you know, there's that discussion going on in Baltimore. There's just, he's an immense talent. He, he has grown as a player, as a quarterback, and could be the best player in this league, but there's so many variables with him. Guys, a human highlight reel. On Brady, I, I, I think both are real unreals. I think Lamar Jackson is uh, goofy talk, and Brady's just uh, slightly less than goofy talk, but still goofy talk. Neither are coming back. But, however, I would say this. In some respects, Brady coming back would be a classic sort of Patriots-Belichick move. Guy goes for more money, leaves, sort of dries out somewhere else, brings them back at a discount, sort of hit, you know, like they it'd, it'd be the, it'd be on steroids. Jamie, Not this time. Jamie no, Collins, because they dried Kyle out. Kyle Van Noy, whatever, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, 
the safety there. Uh, Patrick Chung, like they've just done it a million times with a million guys. Go out, get your money, have a couple of years, flame out. We'll bring you back at the end for you know pennies on the dollar. Not this time. It would be most people would be like, so why did Brady leave again? Why did he have to go? Why did he have to go win a Super Bowl someplace well, else? Do that anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that doesn't go anywhere. Yes, Maz? No, no. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, that that right there is sports radio nonsense because I don't think either of those things are on the table. Uh, but Brady we'll is looks just about cash. What? I'm sorry? I just said we'll see about this. Okay. Stu's still buying this. I still think that the Patriots are quarterback sniffing. Okay. Well, we'll keep sniffing it then, Stu. Uh, <laughs> long commercial free segment and Bedard's final thoughts. Right- Felger. Blah, blah, blah. Man. I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support, and, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, all you regulars, and um, just very grateful for the respect, and I and, uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Brady after the game last night. I'm going to pick up more Brady chatter at 4 o'clock after Greg uh, departs. But you got a couple uh, leftover calls to talk football with the big boy. Uh, David, New Hampshire, what do you got? Hey, so I'm um, going back to the autonomy of the, our, our new offensive coordinator. I want you guys to play this out for me. We're in the draft room. It's draft night. How autonomous is Bill O'Brien from Bill? Who gets the pick of whether it's an offensive or defensive guy? If they disagree, does Kraft step in? Like, can you guys talk through this a little bit? Sure. Is uh, Bill O'Brien want to draft offensive players? Does he care to do that? Greg? Mm, well, I mean, I think he's going to want more talent. I mean, I I couldn't see – you know, I still think Bill is in charge of everything. He signs off. Do I think that he's given, um, you know, Elliot Wolf and Grow, you know, more of the set it up on a tee for me, that sort of make your recommendations. I'll largely go with your recommendations. I don't think Bill quite goes with his gut as much as he used to, which got the team into this mess where they needed to spend $160 million in free agency. I, I don't think he does that. Um, but I still think at the end of the day, it's Bill, and I do think that he has some issues um, deviating from what's familiar to him, which is let's play really good defense. But I think that the the front the draft room is a, a instructive about what can happen on offense, where I think over the last couple of years, my sense is that it's kind of evolved. He doesn't have quite the iron fist that he used to in there, or maybe it changes year to year. He exceeded some power a couple of years ago, got it back, or, you know, whatever. But it's like Kraft has stepped in when it comes to the drafting, and Bill doesn't quite have the yank in the draft room that he used to. And I think you can apply that to the offensive staff. And that's what I expect to happen. Something, some sort of equivalent. And I know a game day coaching a football game is different, or preparing a game plan is different than a draft, but something along those lines. That's what I expect to happen. It's what better happened. Better happen because I, I think Bill's lost control of the offense like he lost control of the drafting, meaning lost his his uh, abilities, lost his touch. Uh, Joe and Revere. Hi, Joe. Guys, until Bill videotaping suck a check, 
is gone. Nothing's going to change there. So let's get on to something that's important. Follow the listeners. If you want to do something nice about Foxborough, take the two $300 you're going to spend in a game. Get down to Gillette Stadium Monday through Friday from about 6 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon and hand that two $300 to a hard-working union gentleman that's down there. They're building that stadium. They're working 40 hours a week. They're not okay, like Sugar and Ramaz. Okay, but I'm just going to let you go. Norma Ray there. The uh, What was I just going to say? What was I just going to say? Oh, that's not going to get better until Belichick's gone. The drafting's gotten better and Belichick's still here. I'm, I'm going to go back to that. The drafting's gotten better the last couple of years. We all agree, right? Yeah, yeah sure I didn't like this. the rounds. They've had some like hits. reaches. No, I mean, look, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it's be- it's better. Yeah. I, I mean, and we can say Duggar's overrated, or, but I, I, I look at that team and I, I can identify a half dozen or more young pieces that I think there's a chance there that a build for. I think the there's la- a better young layer of talent. On there this is. Team. There's a and I no I, question. I wouldn't quite call it a core or a right. nucleus or anything like mm-hmm. a layer. That's a nice word. It's a layer. It's a thin filament. It's a layer. Filament. That thing. Veneer. <laughs> you know what I mean. Which before they didn't have. So Bill's still here and the drafting's improved. So Bill can still be here and the offense can improve. That's what that's what I'm working under. Rick in uh, Rhode Island. Go ahead, Rick. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah. Hey, this goes out to Kraft, all right? I've been a season ticket holder since 84, and I've been to every game. I love the patch. This is the most bullshit <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. That, was, that just hit you. <laughs> that was a triple crown right gun. there. Wow. Is that what we would call a triple dip? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, there's though. a triple dip. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Holy mackerel! <laughs> that was the wow. Uh, Ryan and Lynn, go ahead, Ryan. Hey, I'm calling because a couple of years ago, um, one of you guys made fun of me and said I was an idiot. New York Giants Nation is our idiots because I said Daniel Jones is better than Tom Brady. How's that looking? Horrible. I think you're still an idiot. Yeah, you're still an idiot. idiot. Go Eagles. Donkey. That, the fact that you wouldn't call back suggests to me you're a bigger idiot than I gave him credit for the first time. Greg, final thoughts on where the Patriots stand at their coaching search at this hour. What do you think? After, uh, after these two hours. I mean, I'm hopeful that it's <laughs> I'm hopeful that it's Bill O'Brien. Give him what he wants. Pay him what he wants. Let him do what he wants with the coaching staff. Listen to his, hey, what do we need to, to get better? What kind of players? Who do we need to go after? Like, do that. Um, but I think that the other side of the coin is I think that I think that Bill needs to make some maneuvers to win over some of the players as far as what went on this year. I think he lost some trust from the players, and it's not just Mac Jones. And you guys can make it all about Mac Jones as much as you want, but it's not – he's not the Don't only one. Don't look at me. I'm not no, that guy. He I'm pointed, looking at this he one. He pointed yeah, my yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know – I if Bill really wanted to do this right, he hires Bill O'Brien and say, what do you want to do? Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are gone. We're going in another direction. That's what they would do. Okay. I think something like that's going to happen. I hope. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming in, Greg. J- Jimmy, do you have one final word? Uh, and then when Bill O'Brien fails, can then we blame Mac Jones or no? Yes. Okay. No, I'm no. just asking because I mean, no, this look, is the Mac Jones no, no. defender in here. If he gets the coaching and he's surrounded by good talent, and he still is not the guy, then he's not yeah, the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm simple. I'm, I'm just wondering because we have Mr. Mac Jones protector over here. No, I'm not a protector. He, I'm just telling you what's going on. True to the film, Jimmy. It was a, a three-ring freaking circus behind the scenes here. I mean, it was unbelievable. The more by each passing week, I hear more and more. Can you give about- us one? Give us a story. Come on, give us no, a nugget. No, Come I'm on, give us no, something. I'm not. Give us something. But I'm just telling you. It was bad. I had Jones for 95 negative plays this yeah, year. I, 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 I had another Patriots beat guy say, I've heard stuff, I can't report it, but I've heard stuff, it's so much worse than you even thought. Yep. As much as you ripped it and as much as you thought it was a clown show, it is mm-hmm. so much worse. I can't report what I've been told. But I, oh, I'm come like, on. Same. Like, you pe- like, what are we doing here? We're trying. Are, are, we trying to, are we trying to sell newspapers? Are we trying to get clicks? Trust me. We would what love are we to doing? report everything out well well it gets there it's just not immediate sorry felger that you know you is. know how journalism works no, no apparently doesn't. not <laughs> journalism has changed like uh, I, I thought we used to maz and i used to show up to work every day and we had to sell a newspaper that was the that was the job sell papers yep so we never sell made stuff up greg but we dramatized it <laughs> it was based on a true story Okay, uh, either way. Thanks for coming in, big boy. All right, see you, We'll see you next week. All right, we'll get circle back to Brady from last night. Not good, Murray. Not good at all. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com.